Welcome back to Unreasonably Doubtful. These two are already in progress. Every every time we open up, I have the, the inclination to say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> My husband does that and I hate it. But I have, I have the inclination to do that every time. And if you do, I'm gonna have to go, it's Fat Albert. <laughs> no, but that's not Fat Albert. What is that? That is what's happening. Oh. That's Dwayne. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're about to get your black card revoked. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back, y'all. We are back. It is Dina with a Y. Melinda with a She's a Fool. <laughs> and we are here to give you our review and recap of everybody's favorite Onyx Collective original on Hulu, Reasonable Doubt. Episode three is called... Wait. Hold on, let me get my notes. You sure we're not doing episode four? I mean, episode four. You're right. That's, That's why. Because like- look, in my head, I'm like, 99 <laughs> problems, but Jack's hair is one. Wait, we did that already. So yeah, we're actually up to episode four. And um, episode four is called Guilty Until Proven Innocent. Told you. When in doubt, the black man did it. <laughs> All right. So episode four starts off, Daniel got his ass whooped. At the end, by Morgan and her boyfriend. Poor Daniel. <laughs> but is it poor Daniel? Because Daniel is not stupid. You know what it is, though? Daniel is book smart. He's not street smart. Daniel should not be out here casing the, you know, the joints. Because he's not, <laughs> that's, just, that's just not what he's supposed to be doing. Daniel's supposed to be at home with a computer his button wasn't working. <laughs> it was trying to exile of that fight. Oh my god! His gosh. button wasn't For working. Real. His ex was not working. <laughs> and um, so he's in the hospital. And, um, you know, he it's like I love him because he's so loyal to Jax, right? And he's like, you know, I'm fine. As soon as I get out of here, you know, I'm going to find out if Morgan is a suspect and blah, blah, blah. And Jax is like, Daniel settle down let's get well first let's get well you know you're my friend he's like wait what i'm your friend (laughs) poor baby he's so excited about that um but then in the middle of the conversation jacks gets a call from brayden and brayden is telling jacks that he wants to step down as ceo yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so Jax rushes over and she's like, um, no, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So Jax gets over there and who's there? The undream team of bitch <laughs> and Theo. Bitch and this bitch. Bitch and his bitch. Well, honestly, I feel like Rich is acting more like Theo's bitch. Rich is acting like Rich is acting like Theo is who hired him. As opposed to the company, as opposed to Brayden. Mm. The company's not on trial for murder. Brayden is on trial for murder. But Rich is behaving like, you know, Theo is the one that he's supposed to answer to. Because remember, the last couple episodes, we see, we went from Rich being a Jax advocate to Rich being anti-Jax. 
because well, it's no longer a case for rich. Right. So what so, is there for him? To correct. Do? Because rich had the opportunity to be the high profile lawyer who got uh, Kalisha to sign the NDA to chair number two, because it's no longer a corporate law case. It's no longer, um, you know, a paperwork case. Now it's a murder case. And now Jax is number one for that. And he had been screaming that from the mountaintops episode one slash two. And now that we're in episode four, all of a sudden he had a little attitude. Yeah. Well, he was good with it when it wasn't true and necessary. And now it is true and necessary. He needs to take a back seat and he's got Theo whispering in his ear and yeah. Theo who I don't think really likes black people. Theo likes black people as long as they're quiet or, you know, not behaving, not in the urban community, let's say. Theo doesn't mind black people as long as it's a benefit for him. But, you know, once we're looking at urban dollar signs and once we're looking at black girl magic, Theo has an attitude now. As long as they're not his boss or his equal. But Brayden was always his boss. Brayden was the CEO. But... I think now that I think he first started catching an attitude or feeling away when Kalisha was trying to get the brand into the urban community and he started seeing a lot of black culture and now he's so that that completely messed up clout right because <laughs> how did that happen I don't know her teeth just fell how out I- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hold on. Let me put my teeth back in my mouth. Okay. Let me wipe it off. Yo, my microphone literally jumped off my shirt and rolled across the floor. What the hell? Was my was my synopsis not correct? Like, what the hell was that? Somebody was not agreeing with me. Um. So okay. So um. So Theo once. Kalisha started trying to bring clout into the urban community and get those urban dollars and the black girl magic was coming around. He started feeling away about what that. Can he do about that. Right. Yep. And he's cool with the money. He's cool with the, you know, the clout for clout, but he just didn't want it on the heels of anything to do with urban hip hop, you know, super uber blackness because Brayden wasn't that. I think he would have been fine with it as long as nobody was, coming forward like Kalisha was starting to get you know as much recognition mm, mm-hmm. as he was and he wasn't down with that right I you know and I'm like I don't even know if it was recognition but I I feel like again he said in what was it episode two or three he was saying that you know he was all for the brand growing but just not with the blacks mm. not with you know, the urban community and Brayden, we saw from episode one, how Brayden represented, <laughs> I don't know if I said it or not in episode one in our review, but Brayden struck me as a Republican. Mm-hmm. Brayden struck me as Herschel Walker. Well, maybe not as bad as Herschel Walker, but he sh- definitely struck me as, you know, the uptight black man who does not, um, he can't relate to other black men who are not at his level financially and, you know, maybe who don't speak proper English 
or who don't drive, you know, a hundred plus thousand dollar car and whatever. Like he just, he didn't strike me as someone who was cool and down and, you know, like Jax, who maybe didn't necessarily come from money, 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 but she knows who she is. And Mm -hmm. even though she has money, money now, she still knows who she is and the money's not changing her. And I love that about her. I love that she can still, you know, say whatever it is that's on her mind. And she kind of gives me that energy too. Like (laughs) she, I feel like I can say whatever I want to say, you know, as far as the episode goes, as far as how I'm truly feeling, this is it. Like I'm not pretending for any specific audience. This is it. This is what it is. That's one of the beauties of being Jax. Yes. And I feel like Theo is feeling like, here we go again. He <laughs> got rid of Kalisha. Mm-hmm. Whether he did it himself or whether, you know, it was done for him, and now you know, inadvertently or, or, yes. or intentional, whether he had somebody kill her or whether she just happened to get killed. It's a positive for him because mm-hmm. now that, that piece is over. Mm. So mm-hmm. Theo and the wife are possibly in on it Mm. together we need to talk about sarah a little bit because okay so let's get through that part first so she jack shows up to that um, little meeting the little preemptive meeting that she wasn't invited to as the lead counsel on the case rich is there um theo's there you know and when she says to brayden who to why do you want to sit down and he's like, well, it's best for the company. And the, she's like, Theo, is this your idea? And Theo's like, oh, well, we want to do what's best for Brayden. We want me to make sure Brayden can focus on the case. She's mm. like, um, that's my job. My job ah. is to focus on the case. Brayden's job is to focus on, you know, everything that he's doing and making sure that people know that he's not guilty. And not supposed to be hot. And not, right. And background. not stepping down. And again, like I said, if Brayden steps down as CEO, who's next in line? Theo. So as that conversation is over, she has a little chat with Sarah, like you said, Braden's wife. Like, listen, you guys are supposed to be this united front. You guys are supposed to be, you know, whatever. And Sarah's like, please, like, I, how am I supposed to do that? I'm on all these boards for domestic violence and, you know, whatever. And she's like, look, if we're going to win this case, y'all got to get it together. Y'all got to pull it together and figure out what's going on and, and just stop same way y'all been doing it all these years because Hello. she was not stupid to her husband Hello. having an affair so sick. we definitely found that Please. out toward the end of the episode as well um and so anyway so Jax goes to theo and rich and she's like look theo if you have any, you or your board have any other questions or concerns come to me directly and we'll figure it out and what does he say okay boss so she's like mm. and she gives rich a look like mm. So, so let's talk about Sarah a little bit. So we get introduced to Sarah. Um, it was at the second episode when the police first went to the house, when Jax and Rich and Daniel had gone to the house, but we didn't really get to talk to her or see her, hear from her because Brayden sent her away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh babe, didn't you have that charity thing to work out? Go ahead, go disappear. Right. And so we're like, okay, well, she's a little happy housewife she's uninvolved she doesn't know what's going on and you know blah 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 and as we get toward the um the beginning of this episode episode four i'm sorry episode three we start to see 
a little bit more of her attitude. Like when the press showed up to the house after that um, video leaked of Mm -hmm. Brayden and Kalisha kissing in the elevator. So I feel like it was less she was just finding out and it was more because what did she say? All my friends are calling me about this shit. She, it wasn't that she knew it was happening. Thank you. Now it's out in the open. And everybody else knows. It's not just me knowing now. Everybody fucking knows. And now you've put me in this position where I'm embarrassed. And she is right. 100%. I put up with the shit when it wasn't in my face, when everybody didn't know about it. Now look what you did. Mm-hmm. And we also found out that she's always had money. Like at one point, Brayden had said, you know, Sarah was with me when I had nothing, but we didn't know Sarah had something. Yeah. Sarah was, has always been wealthy. Money's never been an issue for her. Her father's some high powered somebody in something. So it was never an issue for her with money. And honestly, she probably helped inch Brayden along to where he is. Nine times out of 10, there's a strong woman behind a successful man. Who's either, even if it's just encouraging, even if it's giving him that opportunity to do all those things by taking care of the house, taking care of the kids. So at least he doesn't have to worry about that stuff and he can go out and make something happen. Usually it is. And again, even if it's vice versa, even if it's a powerful woman and she has a good support system at home where the husband's taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, giving your partner that opportunity to do the things that they may not have been able to do without you. I think that's a lot of times why we see half. Yep. When it's over, half. I don't know that it's always worth half, (laughs) but again, each, each is individual, but I think that may be a part of what happened with Brayden and with Sarah. So what, (laughs) well, we know that on many, many levels. So into episode four, um, we also see a little bit more with Chanel and Jax, right? So Jax realizes they're there. She's got her team at the table. And now that Brayden has been indicted, now it's time to um, choose a jury. Right. So we're starting to see jury selections and they're picking and choosing. And the D.A. gets their opportunity to say no to certain people. And then, of course, defense gets their opportunity to say no to certain people. So we kind of see them going through that. Um, A lot of stuff comes out, you know, with police brutality and racism. And so certain things come out and, you know, they're choosing their their people. Mm -hmm. So Jax feels like the best way to get one one of the things that comes up is the fact that Brayden is not popular among black people <laughs> like black women specifically oh, no. and <laughs> crystal makes the comment black women save everybody <laughs> remember that <laughs> yes. and Jax is like mm-hmm. we've seen it so many times with um voting and just everything we've seen it So, and it's the numbers. This is not, you know, speculation. These are the numbers we're talking about. So, uh, Jax gets the idea that she's going to have Brayden speak at an event that could potentially help him, you know, get some, uh, positive reinforcements in the community. And 
she reaches out to Chanel. She says to Chanel, they meet up for Tuesday tea is what they called it. And um, she asked Chanel if she can get Brayden at her husband JT's next event that's coming up. And Chanel is like, well, we're not in a good space. And she's like, we are not, like, I'm not even living there at this point. Like, it's bad. Surprise, surprise. But, you know, do what you want to do. Because you're going to do what's best for Jax anyway. So, if you want to talk to him, go ahead. So, hmm. We saw a little bit more of that. Like, hmm. I still want to know some more backstory on Chanel and um I feel Jax. that's going to come out later. Especially because, you know, Chanel came up to Jax. And admit it, like, look, I'm sleeping on Sally's couch. Mm-hmm. Futon. You know, before it was, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll keep your man here, good man, and yeah, mm-hmm. doing, doing this. And now it's, girl, I'm on the couch. I don't even know what I can do. But you know what? I feel like that a part of that is probably, and again, once again, I've changed my mind and I have that right. <laughs> so I'm feeling less like Chanel is going to mess around with Lewis. I think I said that in episode mm-hmm. one. I didn't trust her. But I feel like JT is probably sleeping with a bunch of women. And that's what Chanel is dealing with. Versus Lewis, who's not sleeping with a bunch of women. He just wants to control Jax. So from Chanel's perspective, putting yourself in her shoes, like, girl, he's a good guy. Like, he's a good man. You know, I doubt just from their conversations, I doubt that Jax is really getting deeply into the conversation about what's going on with her and Lewis, with Chanel. It just doesn't like they're cool. And I think they even say they love each other in this episode. Yeah. But but I don't think that Jax is like 100 percent comfortable with her to tell her the nitty gritty. That's because Jax is smart. Like, and yeah. I'm sorry, but I still think there's going to be an opportunity for Chanel to push up on Lewis mm. because she's getting no love at home mm, and true. all she sees is what's on the outside mm-hmm. of Jax's marriage. Grass is greener always on the always. other side. Right. So, you yeah. know. Good point. I'm hoping not. I'm really, like I said, Chanel just felt really beat down to me in this episode. And not that she looked beat down because again, once again, she looked beautiful. I didn't like her wig again because it looked like a weave, an old school weave again. Um, but I'm <laughs> like, what is going on? Look, the wigs are like, <laughs> they're taking front and center. And look, <laughs> I'm like, they're uh, so distracting. These wigs need a couple days off from taping. <laughs> Damn. The wigs need a break. Um, no, she looks beautiful, but she looks beat down, you know, as a woman. Yeah. Like she looks like defeated, right? Because she went to the event. She's defeated. And and Jax is like, oh, you know, I guess you and JT are good now. And she's like, what are you talking about? I came here for you. I didn't come here for him. So, but she really does look beat down. But they have their moment and I feel like they're, you know, they're on, back on good terms. And, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see moving forward. But can we talk a little bit about, even before we get into Sarah, because I know we said we're going to talk about Sarah. We're going to save Sarah for the end. Um, but can we talk about CJ? CJ mm. and Damon and that damn auto body shop. Like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for Damon. Because we do not want to see that beautiful man back in the prison system for another 16 years. Amen. We don't want to see that. But I feel like like the more he and CJ have these conversations, I feel like did 
Damon kill that man? Did he do what Jax thinks he didn't do? Did he, like, who was he 16 years ago? Because, you know, it, it's like either from back in, back in the day, if you haven't grown, you have a problem, right? But 16 years ago, you are potentially a completely different person. Definitely. I mean, whether you're in prison or whether you're on the streets, right? You're, you're growing, you're learning things. Um, you're hopefully getting better, um, learning from mistakes and again, experience. But even in prison, you're still becoming someone else. You don't have the same opportunities to fuck up. You don't have the same opportunities to do the things you would do on the outside, but you're still reflecting and reflecting and reflecting and hopefully becoming a better person. I, you know, I know they don't have a lot of real reform programs when you're in prison, but but you do have the opportunity to reflect. You have the opportunity to educate yourself for the most part. Okay. Um, While Damon's done that, Right. Old CJ has done nothing but lost respect for Damon. For and whoever that Damon was that went to prison right, 16 years ago. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And Damon has also grown in the fact that he had to take care of everything. We don't know what happened Not with Damon, their dad. CJ. I'm sorry. You're right. CJ. Right. CJ has grown in the in the aspect of having to be the breadwinner. And he did keep that shop open. And he kept the shop open. And the shop looks great. The shop looks beautiful, as a matter of fact, yeah. if you really take in those shots. But, and they've got Rolls Royces. Like, I'm checking out the cars. They got muscle cars. They got all kinds of stuff going on in that show. You know I'm a car enthusiast. So. Okay, but did, he, did Damon kill the guy did for CJ? Did, maybe not for CJ, but for did, whatever business he had going on before. Like, what were y'all doing? Because... CJ made it seem like the auto body shop wasn't making enough money to sustain everything. Mm -hmm. So what was going on before that it was being sustained? But did CJ do some dirt that he didn't know that Damon found out about and Damon Damon being a brother? I thought about that too. You know, CJ's giving his ass to kiss right Mm -hmm. now, but I wonder if it's going to come out that old Damon was behind all this bullshit. I agree. Because, you know, that that chip is high on his shoulder. And that sibling shit, like, it's like you would do anything for your sibling. Like, if you have that relationship, you would do anything for your sibling, including, and especially as an older sibling, Mm -hmm. you know, you would do anything. For your little brother, for your little sister, so that they're okay. So did he take the fall? I, I've definitely thought about that. We don't know. I guess, again, as we move forward, we'll get to see as it plays out. And where's the dad? Like, it's Cook and Sons. Where's Cook? We we don't know. We haven't heard anything about it. So yeah. was CJ taking... We're talking about 16 years Damon's been gone. So was CJ taking care of parents? Like, what was the dynamic? Okay, and on that note, we just added another suspect to who kidnapped Jax. CJ? This damn CJ would. I think this this story is so well written and there's so mm-hmm. many twists and definitely, turns. Definitely. To think about. Definitely. Yeah, definitely twists and turns. Um But I don't know. Why why does um Damon need her address? So that's another thing. So CJ gives Damon this big wad of cash at one point, right? And then <laughs> Jax, our girl Jax, she goes to meet Damon for dinner. She goes to meet him for dinner. 
she still don't have time to talk to her husband, but she made time to go meet Damon for dinner. And the dinner meeting, there wasn't nothing, uh, they weren't talking about anything to do with business. They weren't talking about anything to do. So that was, now we're friends. And she goes out to dinner and he apparently has a debit card versus a credit card at this particular restaurant and they wouldn't take it. So Jackson's up paying. And so now Damon's torn apart. You know, he wants to pay her back. And he's like, well, send me your address. I'll mail you a check. So she texts him her address. So we went through that whole conversation. Like, dude, you just finished having this moment with Will. Didn't even mention that. Will just rolled up on. Yeah, that was last episode. Will rolled up on you. Like, Oh, you know, I've been texting you. No, I'm lying. It was this episode. It was the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's how it opened. And Will rolled up on her and his little, what did he have? A little Hyundai something. He had a big truck from the, <laughs> I don't know. From the first episode. That was his stalker. That was he, oh, he rolled up in his little Hyundai talking about as Jax is running because he knows her schedule, right? So he rolls up on her as she's running and he's like, why you ain't call me back? And she's like, listen. We have fun, but that's it. And then he, like, his tone changed and everything. We're good together. Don't don't you think we're good together? It'd be a shame to throw it away. Excuse me? What are you even talking about? And then he zooms off. So now we've definitely added him to the list of who's got jacks. He's definitely there. But then now you're saying you think maybe CJ too, because maybe she's not a good influence. Maybe she, but at the same time, like you said, Jack, Jack, oh God, Jax is so intelligent, but at the same time, the dumb shit that she's doing is incredible. How, why are you giving this man your home address where your children live to send you back some damn money? You could have given him your office address and he could have sent a check. Hello? Oh, I didn't even think about that. We're watching. You didn't have to give him your home address. So you already have Will rolling up who knows your schedule, who knows your address, who knows your husband isn't there. Now you have Damon, who just got out of prison. Again, this is 16 years later. Whomever he was 16 years ago, that's not who he it's is not. now. Mm-mm. And neither are you. But you're giving him your home address. So it's like, Jax, like, what is really good with you? I don't know, because Damon popped up at that church, which leads me to believe he already knew where Jax lived. I said that before in that second episode. I don't know if Damon is... A good cat or a bad cat? <laughs> we we, we still don't know. We still don't know. But we're looking, again, we're looking at CJ. CJ, although he's cute and charming, he is definitely a bad cat. Like he's not, definitely. you know, he's not concerned. And he's bringing, it feels like he's bringing Damon over. Because he gave Damon that wad of cash. And then they had another conversation and... Damon's like, you know, let me hold something. He gave him another wad of cash. So first of all, I'm like, what are you, Dam- what is Damon doing with all this fucking money? What are you, I mean, Good hundreds, question. peeling off hundreds. What are you doing with all of this money? But because you live, in the, ha- you, live in the, the you live in the, you live in the um halfway house. Yep. You obviously, you work for the auto body shop. So I'm sure you have some level of, some mode of transportation. You took, um, Jax to the to the fancy dinner. So what was that? Maybe three hundred dollars. Okay, cool. But what are you doing with all of this damn money? So then, what does he do? Shows up in the middle of the night to Jax's house to pay her back. 
Because that's the best time to what show the, up to someone's house. Who does that? That's, that's how I know he knew the husband was not <laughs> living in the house. I think you're right. Because she's telling him now again. And he's got why that smirk on his face him? while she's talking. I feel mm. like he knew. I feel like he knew all along what was going on. And he's... He's playing this role. I hope Jax I'm isn't wrong. helping. How I'm are you wrong. out here talking about? Oh, my kids are inside. Otherwise, I'd let you in. Would no. you? Thank you for the money. Please don't show up at this time again. Jax is inviting everyone. What about the, the, the look she gave to Daniel on the bed when he thought she meant get to work? And she said, no, I mean you. Get well. Yeah. You're not rushed off to work. Yeah. Daniel also had one of those. Oh, she really cares about me. Oh my God! Ooh, Jax can damn. Wait a minute. Suddenly, be nice <laughs> to a man without mm. them taking it the wrong way. But why? Even Daniel gave her that look. But why though? Does it all go back to Paul? Does it all go back to her dad even? Because in this episode also, we're introduced to the idea of her dad because her dad wants to meet her for dinner and ends up not showing up. And her mom shows up for her. Again, she has a little girl breakdown about her dad. And her mom is like, well, I knew he wasn't going to be here for you. So I had to show up. You know, I married him. I know who he is. And, you know, when I talked to him, I said, if you're not going to be consistent in her life, leave her alone. And then Jax freaks out. Like, why did you do that? Why did you tell him to leave me alone? It's your fault he's not here. Jax. Jax is such a broken little girl. She's got daddy issues for real. Ooh, 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 Biological ooh, ooh. And stepfather. She has those issues. And then how she's relating to men. Mm. Stem from, from those, that. whatever those issues are. But like you called out before, um, the mom showed up when Jack's dad didn't. Mm -hmm. Like you said, to give Jack someone to blame. So, well, support. I feel it like was, she was going was to give her support. She was. But she probably already knew her child and her child was going to lash out like that anyway. So as much as I don't want to like Mama Lou, we know our children. We, we know do. what they need. Yeah. Some of them. It's true. Play by play. We know our kids. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Is she guilty in, in any of what happened to Jax? Probably. Very I don't true. know to what extent. Very true. But whatever went down with Jax. Made Jax angry. She became an attorney. She is a pit bull. But, but behind she's the scenes, still that broken little girl behind the scenes, who needs she's someone to rescue her. But also another thing at the end of that scene with Mama Lou and Jax, um, Jax before she left, she said to Mama Lou, "How is it that you can forgive Paul, but you can't forgive my father? Forgive Ooh. him for what? Yeah." So we still, we don't know what that is yet. Is it, did Paul cheat on her and Jack's dad cheat on her? Is she talking about her being touched by both of them? We don't know. Jax does have the conversation Girl. with Lewis about um, her dad. And Lewis was pissed. Like, why did you even agree to meet him? Right? And remember what we said in the beginning, like, when they went over to Paul's for his birthday, Paul and Mama Lou's for Paul's mm -hmm. birthday, like Lewis was cool to be there. He was happy to be there. Like I said, um, Naima was sitting on Paul's lap, giving him a cupcake. Like it was this whole happy family, family thing. But the minute Jax told Lewis about her father, he's like, why did you even agree to? So 
like I said, I don't think Lewis knows whatever Paul did. I don't think Jax told him. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because think... with the dad, he's aggressive. Like, why are you even bothering? And he's saying, you know, he's never been there for you your whole life. You know, he's not right. supportive, what have you. And that was enough for Lewis to cut him off. All right. He was just a bunch of no-show her right. whole life. Right. So he's standing up for his wife. And yeah, um, I hope just the stand-up part and not being here for Jackson, her mom, yeah. is the dad's only part. But I I'm pretty so sure that damn oh my gosh. Paul. Oh, yeah, I think I really, really think you're right. Paul's going to need his fingers cut off. It's too much. It's been really, really too much like how Jax reacts to anything to, that has to do with Paul. And then her hypersexuality, somebody commented on our one of our um, recent uploads and was saying her hypersexuality probably stems from whatever happened with Paul. And I'm like, damn. And needing to control the yep, interaction. You're right. Controlling the interaction like versus being the victim yes, to the so interaction. Even the, even when it's or the rape, should I say, not interaction sex, to the rape. She has to be in right. control. In control of Ooh, it. Oh, girl, I can't wait to get into this show. Oh, <laughs> Into man. the next episode, right? Yes. I think it's half over. I think there are only like seven or eight episodes. And I'm like, damn. They're going to leave us on the cliffhanger. But yeah. But so, okay. reviews. So let's talk about Sarah. So, mm. oof. So we get to the function, um, JT's function. And like I said, we see the interaction between Chanel and Jackson. You know, they're cool now. But we get to Brayden's speech that Jax had written. So he starts with the speech. Nobody's buying into it. Everybody like, ugh. Nigga, get this, off the stage. Exactly. What do this, this man cannot relate to me. And then he closes it and goes off script and says something from his heart. And now everyone is like, damn, you know what? He is one of us. He is for the community, you know, with the gun violence and how he was um, attacked with the gun. He didn't talk about how his brother died. Uh, I don't know if that's common knowledge for people. I don't know if, you know, everybody knows that, but so. we know that. And then this whole incident where somebody robbed him at gunpoint and so he's talking about how he really does want to get you know guns off out of the community and how you know black men this is these are this is, the choices for black men are you know either you're going to jail or you're dead so i think it was really good for his uh for his image and for you know the court what do they call it the court of um, opinion court of popular opinion right mm -hmm. Um, so after that, the family's there, they're taking pictures. So he has a little girl, he has a little boy with, with Sarah and they're there photo op, what have you. So as they're off, we see Ryan pop up out of nowhere. Ryan, Kalisha's husband, right? He mm -hmm. goes over to Sarah and is like, um, Hey, and she's like, hi, you know, do I know you? And he's like, yeah, we met a few times. Um, he said, so. Did Brady know about those emails that you sent to Kalisha? Is that why he killed her? Oh, shit. What emails mm. did Sarah... Wait a minute. Sarah knew this whole time that Brayden was messing with Kalisha? I knew it from the beginning. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I knew sure didn't. she knew. Well, I knew she knew about um, Kalisha. I had a feeling. Because the wife is not stupid. She nope. may not say anything. But you know your man. You know his ways, his actions, his moves. He was coming you know. home. There weren't any press 
people on their lawn. So it was a different situ situation. She knew. She knew. She knew. So she goes from, again, we see her switch from, like I said, initially the, you know, in episode two where she's going off to deal with her foundation or whatever. Uh, and then we see her in episode three where she's like, you know, everybody's in my fucking business now. Everybody's sending me this fucking video. I'm mm -hmm. leaving, blah, blah, blah. And then we see her again in episode four as this sweet doting wife now. And then when Ryan walked up on her with that shit, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And say the fuck away from me and my family. I'm like, oh, Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah turned around to her smart. kids. And we're like, come on, guys. You no, no, get no, no. You skipped the most important part right. well, before well, you right. end up like your slut wife. Ooh, bitch, I did. She said, yes, she did. Say, stay the fuck away from me and my family before, before you, you end, end up, up like your slut wife. Man, that threw me for a whole ass loop. I'm like, oh, shit. And Kalisha had an assistant. Wasn't um, Fallon? Fallon had access into her, um, oh, her laptop and no, stuff. No, not Fallon. Morgan. Morgan. So Morgan. was she really emailing with Kalisha? Oh, was she having this feud with somebody she thought was Kalisha and she killed Kalisha for it? That's a good point. That's a good point. We'll see. Once again, we'll see everybody want to bring that family with her when they make it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Sometimes you just got to leave some of them niggas in the hood. And was that why Morgan stole the laptop? Did she, she sure steal? Did. I, we don't know. And if you walk into a pawn shop with it, you weren't able to pawn it off? Why did you what? walk back out with it? Right. We'll see. Who was Sarah talking to on them emails? Mm. So then the last scene that we see in this episode, Sarah's sitting down at the table. Sarah calls Ryan and she's like, hey, <laughs> um, so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk to you. And Ryan's like, how the fuck did you get my number? You know, he's like, damn, your white privilege is growing by the minute. You're like, yo, who are you? For real. And she's like, um, well you know, we need to talk about those emails. Don't you want to know how this ends? Excuse me? Yo, again, gangster. These women, gangster, gangster. Sarah's a fucking women, gangster. Women, Sa most women. Most ruthful, ruthless. Don't play with us. Men think they're in control. <laughs> but the women don't are pulling the damn strings. Don't play with us. Brayden thought he was in control. <laughs> and now look. Sarah's in control. The women he was messing around with, Sarah, his wife, and Kalisha. Yeah, they were pulling his strings. And look who you need. Jax. Another woman. In control. And look at Rich falling apart because Jax is in the number one seat and feels in his fucking ear like that should be you. That should be you. It, ooh, we didn't even talk briefly about how Rich tried to throw her under the bus in the board meeting with the other partners. Yes. And she set his ass straight and the, the other partners agreed. Like, what is going on, if Rich? there's anyone in here with more uh, <laughs> criminal defense experience than, than me, me then... I'm happy to turn this case over. If not, shut the fuck up and let me do my job. Mm. So... Yep. Rich, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Rich, your bitch is oozing. <laughs> your bitch, you're bitching. Rich, you're bitching. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, I dropped that. My bitch fell out. Your bitch is... Your bitch showing. fell out. Your bitch is showing. Your bitch is showing. So I can't wait to see what's next. Anything else we missed from this episode? I think we... I got all my notes covered. 
Um, I'm just, wow. No, I think we did, you know, the emails, the wife, Chanel. Oh, here's one thing I did. I don't think, I no longer think Kalisha's husband did it. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think Kalisha's husband's out to get it because he knows about these damn emails. So if, if I was him, I'd probably be quiet and just settle down and I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe I wouldn't because that's my wife and you killed her. And now I don't have a chance to get back with her and make things right. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, let's just add this little damn Spencer in because, you know, we've got to get one in from him when he locked that door. <sighs> you fathead <laughs> bastard. Freaking Spencer decided that he wanted to lock the door at his mom's house and she told him not to. So the first time she's like, we don't lock doors here. And he's like, well, I do with dad's. And she's like, okay, well, do it there. We're not doing it here. So when she comes home from her little date with Dave, her friend, Damon, um, the door is locked again. She coming to give him gifts and the damn door is locked again. And homegirl takes the damn handle off the door, takes the lock off the door. He's like, what are you doing? And she's not raising a fuck boy. Exactly. Girl. And the door's next. The whole door will come down. Because I've had to threaten two thirds of my children to take their <laughs> damn doors down. Don't play with me. Yeah, but this, this is stemming from he's spending more time at his dad's and his dad's acting more like a friend yeah. than he is a parent. So he's testing the waters. Yeah, well. Like, if I can do it at dad's, why can't well, I do it here with you? He learned today. Daddy better uh, rein it in. Rein it in, today. Lewis. He learned today. So, all right. So that's it. That's it. Uh, let us know what you guys are thinking. Do you think Sarah did it? Did Sarah kill Kalisha? Do you think... Damon or CJ have Jax tied up? Like, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think's next? Stay tuned. If y'all didn't get that Hulu subscription, you better go ahead and subscribe because this is getting incredible. Ooh, and let's see what the wigs look like in the next episode. Oh, Lord. Because <laughs> I can't pour out no more looker. <laughs> no, we're not pouring out no for more looker for these damn wigs. hair because everything else is tight. <laughs> I don't even think Jax can wake up early. Shit, all TVs are in HD. Oh, Please Lord put Jesus. those wigs in check. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unreasonably Doubtful. Don't forget to leave us a review so we can know whether or not we're doing a good job.